Nobody asked, but it was another very, very good weekend for football. I mean, depending on what side of, you know, the fandom you're supporting. I guess it might have been a really bad weekend of football. <coughs> but anyways, that was an exciting divisional round weekend. Um, <coughs> I'm debating whether or not to focus on the four games as a whole or just go straight into the Niners game. But yeah, you know, I think I will talk about each of the games um, that was played. So... Uh, Saturday, you had Jacksonville play Kansas City, and um, I was really hoping Jacksonville might have had a chance at it. That would have been really interesting if Jacksonville was able to pull it off. Unfortunately, they didn't. (coughs) Um, Oh, God. Sorry, I'm trying to get myself together with the way I'm coughing right now. Side note, has nothing to do with this, but my cough has not been getting um, better. In fact, I would say I'm getting worse. (coughs) Now, with the games, uh, Jacksonville played way better than I thought they would. The fact that they only lost by a touchdown um, wasn't too bad. (coughs) And unfortunately, you know, Jacksonville wasn't able to pull off um, some sort of a miracle to get it there. But you got to give them credit. You can definitely see... um, where the Chiefs' experience and the Jaguars' inexperience uh, came into play, um, especially because Jacksonville really could have tried to take advantage of Mahomes' injury, and they weren't able to, <laughs> both when their backup came in and was still able to orchestrate a touchdown drive, and in the second half, a completely immobile Patrick Mahomes still managed to you know, facilitate the offense with effectiveness. <laughs> if you're Jacksonville, you're probably going to be looking at um, the areas that you can improve on, obviously. Um, I would definitely want to think that um, you want to look at what they can do about fixing that offense. Um, I don't think defense is their biggest issue. It is an issue, but you definitely want to think about how can they clean up that offense. Uh, Trevor Lawrence really needs to make strides in terms of his decision-making and his ability to (coughs) uh, play mistake-free football. Uh, I think if they can do that, uh, the team has a a bright future ahead of them. Um, I do wonder about that receiving core as well. Um, But you like Christian Kirk, but I I wonder about the receiving core just because it feels like we're not their Jaguars aren't getting the most out of them. <laughs> now, when you look at the Giants um, uh, against the Eagles, for the most part, I feel like that's kind of how a lot of people thought it would go, especially if you were a big Philly fan. Uh, the Giants got beat from basically start to finish. It wasn't even close. The Eagles didn't really sweat this one out. <laughs> um this one's a little harder to say. Um, if you're the Giants, what do you look at? I mean, you definitely look at the season as a win overall, but then you got to look at the real competition out there and you think about it. Um, you know, the Eagles were one of the best teams in the league this season. 
and the Giants didn't even come close to taking them out. Um, you can talk about what they did against the Vikings, but to me, the Vikings are kind of like the Cowboys. They could be great in the regular season, but they're pretenders in the post. <coughs> so, you know, the Giants beating the Vikings just seemed like the right thing to me. Um, there are a lot to like going forward. Um, if I was them, I would continue to build around Saquon and Daniel Jones in, in the offense. Um, I think they need to look at their receiving core, like I mentioned with J- the Jaguars, but differently in that I think they need to bolster the receiving core. I'm not really a big fan of what they have. Um, and in terms of what they have, it hasn't really been producing um, in terms of um, the receivers. Uh, it would be interesting to see if they can pull a big name um, to really get them uh, over that hump to have a true wide receiver one to complement Saquon and Daniel Jones and make things easier. <coughs> um, Bills, Bengals. Um, man, I will say it's not surprising that the Bengals won. It's that the Bengals won in that fashion in Buffalo. Um the Bills looked bad. Um, this was rough for them, especially with where they came into the season. Um, it's very, very shocking how frustrated that team looked on offense. And on defense, they didn't look that much better. You can talk about the conditions, but you know what? The Bengals are playing in the same conditions. <coughs> um, you can talk about the visible frustrations from Stefan Diggs, rightfully so. That's a wide receiver one, and it, he was not looking like a wide receiver one, but that didn't really seem to be his problem as much as Josh Josh Allen's problem in the offense to get him involved. Um, this was rough. Um, honestly, I feel like Josh Allen himself needs to start taking more accountability with it because – he has been frustrating at times, especially this season with his control of the offense and his decision-making as a passer. And it has made things more difficult for them in trying to win games and, trying and um, losing games. A lot of it could fall on Josh Allen at this point. Um, obviously, I think defense was hurt with some injuries. Von Miller is a big one. But at the end of it... <laughs> I think this was a game the Bills shouldn't have lost. <coughs> um, and the Bengals are the ones who just came more ready, looked more poised. They look like a team that was in a Super Bowl and looks like they're trying to get back there. I'm really excited to see how that matchup is with the Bengals and Chiefs, especially because there's a lot of good narrative around there. Um, if you are the Bills, though, and you look at next season, I don't really know what you're thinking. Um, I think they have the pieces there. I think they just need to tighten things up, reevaluate how they play, discipline, and all those kinds of things. I think <coughs> I think there's no excuse for how this feels like a regression compared to the previous seasons, uh, especially last season. Um, I think they have a regression because though their record is 13-3, they have not been in my opinion, the powerhouse we thought they would be from the start of the season. Uh, for the Cowboy, if you're a Cowboys fan, what can I say? As a Niners fan, great rivalry game. 
um, but one of us played better. Uh, I know it's it was the score. It's a one touchdown game. <coughs> For the most part, the 49ers were definitely in control, especially in that second and a half. Um, I'll probably go. I'm gonna go more into that. You know, talking about the Niners because I'm gonna talk about the Niners in the next episode. Um, but you know, looking at it, it was a game of defenses, not offenses. And the big thing was the Niners' defense <coughs> was more impactful than the Cowboys. And that's not to discredit what the Cowboys did because they limited. You know, they limited the Niners to one touchdown and the rest of the points were field goals. Uh, it took a while to get the rush game going. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had one of his lowest outputs. Brock Purdy is the first uh, first game where he threw for – he didn't just not throw for a touchdown, but this is the first game he hadn't thrown for at least two touchdowns. It's the first game since Brock Purdy that we're not scoring over 30 points. Um, so, you know, the Cowboys defense in a sense did their job. But what they lacked was takeaways. <coughs> and in fact, they were actually able to sack um, Brock Purdy more than um, more. I think more than we were able to get to Dak. I think Dak actually it might it might have been even by the end of it. But throughout the game, uh, we weren't able to always get home on him. Though we were able to generate pressure, um, it felt like the Cowboys. We're able to get home on Brock a little bit more. But Dak's interceptions um, really costed the Cowboys. Um, so that was really, really good for us. And honestly, the score might not have been what it was. We might have had a bigger lead if Frey Ray did not have that um, strip in his uh, in that one punt recovery. So, you know, that could have changed things if we didn't lose the ball there because that led to points for Dallas anyways. <laughs> but either way, um, our defense was really solid. You know, we blocked that first field goal, which was really good. Um, you know, the Cowboys game plan was very interesting because you knew they had that storyline and mindset of what's going on with Maher. Do we have to keep pushing on fourth? And, you know, they kept doing it. And they were, they were fairly effective at times, um, going forward on fourth downs, third and longs and all that because, you know, even though Maher, besides the block punt, was solid or block punt, blocked a uh, block field goal attempt for the PAT, he was solid on the rest of his attempts. So you know he actually played fine. That being said, you know you look at it, and uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, you wonder where did everything go wrong? A little bit everywhere. Obviously, losing Tony Pollard was hard. I always say I don't wish injury upon anybody, and Tony Pollard's injury in particular, um, breaking a bone in your leg, that's, that is that is awful, especially when he was having, in my opinion, he was going to have a really good game. He looked solid. He was running that and controlling that offense from the run game. So, you know, when it comes down to it, um, it really sucks to lose somebody like that for the Cowboys. Zeke took over, but you know, let's be honest. Zeke hasn't been the Zeke he was when um, he was one of the best backs in the league. Uh, this version of Zeke is—I don't know. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's how they use him. But it's just—he he, ain't—he ain't—he ain't someone I'm picking up in my fantasy league, not anymore. 
Besides that, too, though, when it comes down to it, um, CeeDee Lamb is the only member of that offense who really showed up. <coughs> Dak was weird. He was troublesome at times. At times he made great throws, but more than often he made bad throws. Uh, um, you can watch the highlight tape for that. I mean, the two interceptions speak for themselves, but on top of that, he threw into some questionable areas. Sometimes he threw some bad misses. <coughs> but I think if you're going to kick yourself... Dalton Schultz right now is going to be really the one that's kicking himself because of (coughs) – I want to say that's like a discipline, mental error thing because you got the first down. You're right there. You know to go out. But you don't even make sure that you had both feet down. And it wouldn't have been that hard for him to do it with the amount of space he had. So the fact that he was – he made such a critical error that – push them so much further back is crazy to me. <coughs> um, yeah. Really got to be kicking yourself. And then there were just more issues with the timing and all that. You know, people make the comparison to last season's, um, you know, divisional round against the Niners where, you know, their clock management was so bad. This was a question of concern and they weren't even able to get a playoff before time expired. <coughs> this I don't know is this worse it could be the lapse of judgment toward the end of time uh, clock management was kind of weird for to watch for them it was just it, it, there's a lot of questions around that Cowboys theme and it came up again in the playoffs in the same way it always does um, Dak did not D- Dak was not the better quarterback and Brock Purdy had in my opinion one of his um, one not in worst games because he didn't play mistake but I mean he almost did throw a pick to Trevon Diggs but <laughs> he wasn't putting up amazing numbers but he wasn't costing us a game on the other side the Cowboys Dak was costing them the game with those interceptions and just bad play um, with certain throws but that being said if you're the Cowboys I mean you kind of know what you're going to look at you're going to look at Dak you're going to look at the discipline of the team um, I don't. I think they have pieces there. It's just for some reason when it, the lights are brightest for the Cowboys, it's like they've just they're they're not shining in the light. They're blinded by it. And I think that, that's everything I'm going to cover for the divisional round. Kind of quick, kind of easy, um, and then um, I'll really go into the Niners uh, for tomorrow for sure.